0: what is up pro wrestling fans welcome to this week's edition of dork side of the ring it's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated It is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury with me at the table. Adam Tollefson. Ooh, Ricky Steamboat.
1: (laughs) Who said that? Uh, Tony Schiavone. Uh. He just walked up in the middle of like... The J.S., you know, like after the whole Garcia thing. And then just randomly Tony you, he's like, oh, Ricky Seamboat. And then just puts the mic in front of his mouth. I don't know why it made me laugh so hard, but. I was hoping you would uh,
0: <laughs> recite the entire Justin Roberts introduction. Oh, of for Kenny. Kenny Omega.
1: Crossed my mind. It was long, but
0: it was awesome. That was great. <laughs> it was so great. So, so he, uh, What does he say? He uses the airport in North Carolina. <laughs> But his go to candy bar is a Charleston chew. chew. In <laughs> yeah. Charleston, West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great.
1: Incorporated it all.
0: Oh, it was golden, dude. Well, big week of wrestling to talk about. We'll get to talking about all of it. But before we do, hit us up on the social medias at Dorkside OTR, if you would. Join the Facebook group. Purchase a t shirt on the Pro Wrestling Tees site. We would greatly appreciate it. Adam's sporting a uh, killer. Dork side of the ring shirt right now. It's the first time I've seen it in the flash. actually. It's the Monday Night Dorks, uh, the Monday Night Raw version of the podcast shirt. And Man, that is a sharp-looking tee, brother. You look good. You look good, god damn it. Uh, but as we sit down, it is August 24th, 2022, and... On this day in pro wrestling history. My printer turned heel on me, Adam. I don't know if you can see my notes here. It they're, faded. In, they're in blue. Mm. Uh, the first two pages printed in black. And then I got these ink cartridges from Kendra's grandma. She's like, oh, I can't, these won't work in my printer. I don't know why. Somehow the printer knows that they were like a subscription based ink cartridge. Wow. Even though they're HP ink cartridges, like you need to enroll this printer at smart print.com or whatever. So basically it's a service where they'll sell you, they'll send you cartridges every month or whatever. Mm -hmm. Despite they're obviously a full cartridge, it will not let me work. Wow. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll sign up for it. If it'll let me use these. Couldn't figure it out. I'm like half hour in. This is 20 minutes before you got here. Damn. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm smarter than all of you. (laughs) Blue. Yeah. I I just highlight all my text. Click blue. I'm like, the color cartridge is legit. That's right. (laughs) Oh, golden. (laughs) All right. 1979. Georgia Championship Wrestling held a 14-man tournament in Augusta for the vacant NWA Georgia heavyweight title. Killer Carl Cox. The old Triple K defeated Bullet Bob Armstrong in the finals.
1: Mm. Bullet Bob made it all the way. huh? Yep. Road dogs, Papa. That's
0: right. 1979, Dirty Dick Slater defeats the Mongolian Stomper for the NWA Southeastern Heavyweight title in Knoxville, Tennessee.
1: I like the Mongolian Stomper name. (laughs) It's a great name. Uh,
0: 1985, the WWF held an event at the Spectrum in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on the show. The Dream Team, which was Brutus Beefcake and Greg Valentine with Johnny Valiant, defeated WWF Tag Team Champions, the U.S. Express, Mike Rotundo, and Barry Windham with Lou Albano in their corner. Mm. How did they do it? Well, Valentine pinned Windham after Beefcake stuck Johnny V's lit cigar into Windham's eye. (laughs) That that will do it. That, <laughs> That'll work. Burnt marshmallow. <laughs> That'll usually get the jab in. 1987, Don Bass defeats Jerry Lawler for the AWA Southern Heavyweight title in Memphis, Tennessee. This began Bass's second reign and ended Lawler's...
1: One millionth.
0: 50th. <laughs> 50th reign. He held it 52 times in total. Damn. 1990, the NWA held an event at the Meadowlands Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey. There's a couple results from that show. The United States champion Lex Luger defeated some young up-and-comer named Mark Callis Mm. to retain the title. The Steiner brothers defeated the Midnight Express, Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane, for the NWA United States Tag Titles. And the NWA World Heavyweight Champion Sting... Defeated Ric Flair to retain that title. Crazy to see Sting still doing it, and this—he's right. world champion 32 years ago. It's like, yeah, and still, still operating at a pretty high level. Yeah, he is. 1994, WCW held its 28th Clash of the Champions event in five at the Five Seasons Center in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. A couple results: the Nasty Boys defeated Pretty Wonderful. Which I think was Paul Orndorff and Paul Roma,
1: maybe. Yes, I think you're right. Not a hundred percent on that. That's a great guess.
0: For the tag team titles, uh, Ricky Steamboat defeated stunning Steve Austin for the U.S. title, and Lord Steven Regal, who was the television champion, lost via choke to Antonio Inoki, but it was That's a non-title match. Interesting, because I was like, I don't, I do not remember Inoki holding a title in WCW. Like I remember. Him coming in and out yeah. every once in a while. But, yeah. uh, also, Ric Flair defeated Hulk Hogan by countout after Sensational Sherry hit Hulk Hogan in the head. With a shoe? With a shoe. All right. <laughs> Karen Jarrett style. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the
0: hard way. That the was the hard way, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope I'm... I, I don't know if I want to say I hope I am or I hope I'm never... In a scenario where I ask for my wife's shoe off her foot to do <laughs> damage to somebody. Because <laughs> on one hand, it's a great fucking story.
1: Yeah, and it sounds like it was a last resort in Flair's case here for this championship match. But Jared, it just seemed way too easy. Like, Karen, shoe me! <laughs> she, she was game. She already had it yeah. like halfway off. Like, I know where this is going.
0: <laughs> she pulls an uh, other shoe out of her bag. She just has one yeah. ready. <laughs> uh, 1999, the WWF taped its first episode of SmackDown at the Kemper Arena in Kansas City, Missouri. There was a prior special SmackDown that aired on April 29th, but that was just a you know a special. This was the first episode of the series. It was also the WWF's first event in Kemper Arena since Owen Hart's death. At the May 23rd over the edge pay-per-view. Oh wow. Would you part of me would be like, we ain't never going back to that building.
1: Yeah. But I your see
0: performers it. probably would be like, fuck, like this, this is where it pra- happened yeah. or whatever. You can't tell me that there there's not a substantial amount of people in that arena that weren't also in that arena for the pay-per-view. Like Yeah,
1: just so many people traumatized yeah. and like- uh i'm gonna pass you know even if yeah like you said like if you're a fan and you were there and that happened and they're like coming back around again like yeah i'm Mm. good i know i'd kind of this if i'm the
0: wwf i would probably just be like let's book the next town over and like a lot of those same fans will still make it
1: true i i also see the side of like it's you know the smackdown after 9-11 like you kind of got to keep going so maybe that was vince's thought of Let's go back. You're sounding
0: a lot like Vince McMahon right now, (laughs) (laughs) Next thing you're going to tell me, I got no chance in hell to finish this (laughs) segment, (laughs) pal. All right. 2003, WWE held its 16th annual SummerSlam before 17,000 fans at Phoenix, Arizona's America West Arena. That number seems small compared to... What they were doing just a couple years prior to that. And then now, I mean, SummerSlam's in, a, in basically stadium stadium show. Right. Uh, a couple results. Matt Hardy defeated Zach Gowan by forfeit due to injuries Gowan caused or due to injuries to Gowan caused by Brock Lesnar a few days earlier on SmackDown.
1: Oh, yeah. Classic. Throwing him down some stairs.
0: Yeah. And World Heavyweight Champion Triple H defeated. Bill Goldberg, Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, and Randy Orton in an elimination chamber match to retain the title.
1: Mm. Sounds like Nash was robbed. <laughs> you would
0: say that. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's right. <laughs> Two thousand seven, Ring of Honor held Rage. In, no, Caged Rage. Sorry, Caged it's the blue type rage. guys. It's the blue type. That's Right uh, at the Expo Center in Hartford, Connecticut. Some results. Brian Danielson defeated pack Roderick strong defeated Jack Evans and the Briscoes defeated Kevin Steen and El Generico in a steel cage to retain the tag team mm, titles. That'd be fun. 2015 on the post summerslam raw from Brooklyn, New York. The Dudley boys made the return to the WWE. Uh, Bubba had made an appearance earlier in the year as a surprise entrant in the Royal rumble, but this is the first time the tag team of Bubba and Devon, are in a WWE match since 2005, 10 years absent.
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: Yeah, that that's pretty cool.
1: cool.
0: Um, I think they had a run with the titles too, didn't they? I believe so. Birthdays. How many? We got four. Right, I like my odds. The R- Dwayne the Rock Johnson's dad, Rocky Johnson. <laughs> Still with us, right? <laughs> I don't
1: believe so. No, Rocky's gone.
0: Okay. I believe Rocky's gone. Not that long ago, All right. but I believe he's gone. He would have been 78. He would have been 76. All right. Right in um, there. I just want to check my... Uh,
1: I think you're right. I think Yes, he died in
0: 2020. There we go. Died in 2020. Um, the former chairman of the WWF, Vincent Kennedy McMahon... <laughs> 78. 77, pal. What All are you right. doing? So I'm right in that ballpark. I'm good. Grand Metalik. This is tricky. The guy wears a mask. You've never Damn. seen him without it.
1: That's true. Yeah, he doesn't get ripped off every week. Like a- <laughs> Someone on AEW gets a fucking mask Yeah, it's, it's get, every it's single It's getting week. spread around now, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Uh, let's go
0: 39. Ooh, 34. Okay. Funaki is the last one. 47. 54 right. for Funaki. Show Funaki. It's now time for the Retro Raw review. All right. Well, this show starts with a little clip where The Undertaker, oh, it's the April 24th, 1998 episode. We should say that. Starts with a little clip where The Undertaker opens up a door into a dark hallway, starts walking with Kane following just mere steps behind. Cahoots! The Brothers of Destruction. I don't understand how... I feel like we missed something on Heat. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like they're clearly together now when last week there was still all these questions surrounding it. Yeah. And they make no bones about it in this whole entire episode. They're, they're like, cool. Yeah. They're <laughs> uh, This is the last heat that would have mattered. So don't start watching them now. Uh, this is the go home to SummerSlam highway to hell. In the arena, Undertaker's music hits. I was sour on his music the first time it played. <laughs> it's kind of growing, growing on. on you a little bit. Yeah, you got a nice little dance. Da, 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 it's dan, jamming. Like. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's changing with the times. I don't know. Yeah. I kinda dig it. Setting the stage for American Badass. <laughs> We're getting down there. the road. We're getting there. Um, Undertaker and Kane are heading to the ring. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't understand. I'm clearly I missed something. JR says that this is the first time publicly that they have been seen together, and he also questions why the hell in a cell is ominously hanging above the ring. Yep. Undertaker grabs a mic, but before he can even speak, Mr. McMahon heads down to the ring. Vince is so happy that he knew the truth the whole time. Like, Vince loves being right. He hates to tell you he told you so. No, he doesn't hate it. No. He told you so. He loves it. The only thing he loves more than that is doing the na-na-na-na.
1: Yeah. Hey, hey, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Which I just heard. Did ya? I feel like on an AEW. Recently. Really? Yeah, it might have been like Rampage or something. But <laughs> Interesting. Was like, Brought that back, huh? They
0: sure did. Uh, Vince says that this duo is no doubt the most destructive duo in the WWF. That at uh, SummerSlam, the Undertaker will not need Vince McMahon to win the title, but there will come a time when he will need Vince McMahon. So he asks Undertaker question: Friend or foe? Yeah, I love how he keeps saying, Vince McMahon. Friend or foe? Like that, he doesn't just say friend or foe every yeah. time. Vince McMahon, friend or foe? <laughs> it's just
1: fucking great. Uh, um, it Von Eric? Yeah. <laughs> what? The, the the is it David that dies over? Yes. It? Yeah. Yellow Rose it just says the name. Yeah, <laughs> David Von Eric, dead.
0: Vince McMahon, uh, friend or foe? <laughs> <laughs> Click. What? what was that? <laughs> Oh man, um, Vince wants an answer to this question by the end of the show. Uh, after that, a uh, very schlubby Paul Bear heads the ring. He's he looks very downtrodden. Oh, he's so bummed. He's pleading with Kane. Says he's always been there for Kane, something his own mother didn't
1: do. That sleazy whore. Yeah, <laughs> Kane has to hold Undertaker back. <laughs> yeah, I like how he didn't miss a beat. He just puts the arm yes. up because he knows it's coming. I'm like these guys are
0: brothers. <laughs> uh, Paul Bear asks for one last thing. If you're ever gonna do something for me, son. If you're ever gonna do something for me, you will destroy the Undertaker. Kane just turns his back, and then Undertaker levels Paul Bear with a big boot. Uh, just starts kicking the shit out of him. Mankind runs down. He tries to make the save. He's quickly disposed of with a spike pile driver, which was awesome.
1: Oh, I love the spike tombstone.
0: Yeah, dude. Vince says that only one man now stands in Undertaker's way of the WWF championship. And that Stone Cold Steve Austin is that man. And he is quaking in his boots. Glass break. Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out. He's looking to rush the ring. Instead, the camera didn't get it very good, but a big wall of fire uh, shoots up and stops him. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Stops him dead in his tracks. He cuts a promo saying that he knows he doesn't stand much of a chance against the two of them. So he's going to be taking one of them out tonight, and they better grow eyes in the back of their head. I thought it was pretty hot. Open like this. Great open. I actually really was pumped watching this entire
1: show. Like it moved. It was like beat with the beat, but the beat. Yeah, when they and then especially when you know the Hell in the Cells hanging it, like well, I don't know why, but it's hanging up. Like this is gonna be good. I have a theory. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I have a theory, but it's, I know it's not true. But I wish it was
0: true. Oh okay. Uh, this is the same building in Pittsburgh that they had the Hell in the Cell. Uh, in June with Mankind and Undertaker. Uh-huh. I like to think they just left it there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be back for this. Uh, we got another show in August. So you guys want to start tearing this down, or uh, when are we here again? <laughs> Three months. Cool. It Will was leave seven it? weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we seven go. weeks. I feel
0: like they just left it, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not going to waste <laughs> time <laughs> putting that on What time. do you guys got coming up? Like, <laughs> is that going to bug anybody? <laughs> Oh, it's fucking great. Match number one. We got Ken Shamrock versus Dan the Beast Severn. Hold on. They did show Mankind getting loaded into the back of the paddy wagon or meat wagon, I guess. Yeah, on a stretcher. Stretcher job.
0: (laughs) Uh, Match... I Said it already before the match, we saw mankind getting stretched out of the arena. Blah blah blah. Lots of this was awesome. A lot of grappling and submission attempts. Like, oh, yeah, in the beginning, like nobody even wanted to go for a pin. It was like, I'm gonna make this guy quit, Tap. yeah, <laughs> which was awesome. Doing what they do, yeah. Uh, apparently, they met twice in the UFC, which each guy winning a match. So Jim Ross is like, well, this is a rubber match, folks. And I was like, funny, because neither one of them have any say in who
1: fucking wins it. (laughs) Real quick, sidebar. Do you remember Cheap Seats? Do you ever see Cheap Seats with the Sklar brothers? Yes, I loved that show. Okay, well, I guess they got a new show coming out called Nosebleeds, and it's essentially the same thing. Okay. And the first thing they're doing is, like, the first UFC.
0: Oh, where you get, like, a karate guy versus a sumo guy and shit?
1: And they bring that up, and they go, um... Who is the running back? Uh, is it uh, Jones? No, not Jim, Jim Brown. Okay. He's from like the Browns, James yes. Brown. Yes. He's like, uh, he's on commentary for the UFC fight? Yeah. Oh, nice. Like the whole time, which is, you know, because they don't know what the fuck they're doing yet or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, gosh, like uh, this football player from the ninety or, yeah, this, fo- this you know, retired football player is, is the commentary. What well, was OJ booked? And then. <laughs> <laughs> and the other scholar brother goes. Well, it was the mid '90s. He was getting booked for something else, <laughs> and just a million of those. Dude, those
0: guys. I gotta check that out the out. They, uh, Yeah, it was so the good. way that they can tune off of each other. Yes, I don't know if it's just because like they share the same exact genetic code, right? But man, it's not even finish each other's sentences. It's like they're telepathically yes. knowing what each other is gonna say. It's just fucking brilliant. So that would be fun. But yeah. it reminded me of that with the, the whole UFC. Yeah, dude. Um, Owen interferes in the match. Ken wins it by disqualification. Steve Blackman makes the save, but Ken snaps, drops him with a suplex. Steve Blackman ain't taking that shit. He drops Ken with a suplex. Finally, someone you know steps up
1: to so Ken snapping.
0: Uh, yeah. Officials break it up. And uh, I really thought we were going to get that tag team match on this show. Remember last week? I was like, I smell a tag match. Mm-hmm. Nope. I didn't get it. After that, we get a shot of the backstage area where medics are on the ground and Mankind is pushing a stretcher. He rides it down the ramp, gets in the ring, hops on the mic, says that Mr. McMahon was right all along and that Vince has offered Mankind a chance at redemption and that redemption hangs above his head in the form of the Hell in a Cell cage. Uh, pulls out a bag, says that if tonight, <laughs> tonight if things go his way, 7,000 thumbtacks will turn that big burnt bastard cane into the world's biggest pincushion. I was like, whoa, have a nice day in mankind. And only
1: seven weeks before this, he was getting thrown off of it. Dude, that's insane. Yeah.
0: Um, That's awesome. Let's go. Yeah. Then we get a video package from the last Hell in a Cell match with Undertaker and, and Mankind. Dri- driving that point home. Just to drive that <laughs> point home. Yeah. Next up, Sable's out here to announce the next match. It is Kurgan with the oddities versus Mark Marrow. Solo, I was like, "Ooh, Marrow's not got anybody out here with him. What's going on?" Psych, Jacqueline attacks Abel. Oh, are you sure that's Jacqueline? I thought it was the same guy that attacked Bret Hart during his Hall of Fame induction.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right, he's rocking the rasta wig. Who is this person? <laughs> so, what the hell is it? was this his inspiration? Did he watch this and he's like, "This is what I'm going to do." It's classic Jacqueline move.
0: Remember when she
1: took out Sable?
0: Great, dude. Oh, man. Anyway, (laughs) That's good. So Kurgan wins it by DQ, (laughs) I think. I'm not sure. Backstage, (laughs) X-Pac. He's telling a cameraman that he's got something to show us. And he's like, oh, X-Pac's take on a harmless rib. And I was like, oh, unlike shitting in Sonny's bag or whatever. And then I was like. Oh, no, he's pissing in a pair of cowboy boots. This is is classic (laughs) X-Pac rib. This isn't harmless.
1: PG version.
0: Match number three. We don't know whose boots they are until match number three. Match number three is Southern Justice versus the New Age Outlaws with uh, an inebriated hawk at the announce table. he's like, Jerry! Remember, Jerry <laughs> told me not <laughs> no, to sell the pal driver. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird. It was so weird. <laughs> JR is like none too pleased at this whole thing. Before the match gets going, Jeff Jarrett heads to the commentary table in nothing but his socks. Well, he's got his street clothes on, but he's got socks on. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're his boots. He wants X-Pac
1: to come out there. Um, he, his shirt said, don't piss him off. Yes, they now did. It, well, that's what Xbox expected. Very
0: pissed now.
1: Hawk looked,
0: um, <laughs> Hawk looked exactly like Scott Norton. Yeah, like a hundred. Like you couldn't tell him apart at this yeah, time. I Yeah, I think. could.
1: I could see that for sure.
0: we seeing Hawk with hair and like
1: oh, street dude. clothes. It so weird. I actually had to do a double take when it when I when it came back from break and shit. Yeah, he's just mumbling. I'm like, is this guy like a radio guy or some like UFC dude? Yeah, and I was like, oh. <laughs>
0: It's Hawk. It's Hawk. <laughs> uh, the Outlaws get the win after a pile driver. Jeff Jarrett roughs up a cameraman, then takes the Clippers to him. It's uh, hair versus hair this Sunday against X Pac. I think I'm going to watch the SummerSlam because I don't know if I saw it or not, to be honest with you.
1: 98? I don't think I have. Lions Den match. I mean, I've seen some of them. Sure. It, you know what I mean? But yeah, probably not. Um, I might check. And it how out. dangerous it is to be a cameraman in 98? We saw the one guy that got lit oh, on fire. Yes. This guy's getting a haircut. Yes. Got to be careful. You do. I uh, hope he's getting hazard pay at least, at the very
0: least. Match number four. <laughs> Kane versus Mankind in a hell in a cell. Just top of the hour, dude. Let's just go. <laughs> Let's go. The deranged Mankind wants to start off on the top of the cell. A couple officials try to stop him. He attempts to cho- toss a chair a couple times. Like, two times, and the second time, it lands, like, right on Jerry Lawler's. His, his headset gets knocked off. The audio goes all funky. Jerry's like, King, you all right? King. <laughs> oh, my God. So then he just starts trying to climb the wall without the chair. Undertaker meets him, like, halfway up and tosses him through that same Spanish announce table that he uh, had a much worse bump through seven weeks prior.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a mini mini version of that. Eventually, what if we go halfway up? Yeah. Are you cool like, with that, Mick?
0: I think Mick probably pushed
1: for all the way. <laughs> I'll do that. I bet like, like it. takers like it's no, It's gonna be easier this time. That. Yeah.
0: Eventually they get both guys locked in the cell. And uh this was like incredible content that they gave us on Raw with no promotion leading up to it. Like right at this time, they're not putting shit on dot com or Fuck, there's like the internet's in its infancy. You're not seeing anything. It, nothing was mentioned last week about, hey, we're going to have Mankind versus Kane in Hell in a Cell. Yeah, mankind and Kane, by the way, tag team champions at this time. Right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to defend those titles at SummerSlam, too. What
1: the fuck? It's I, fucking yeah, that's, crazy. That is right.
0: Uh, I was just like, God, the the amount of content they're giving us on this show with no promotion is just insane. Thumbtacks get introduced. Uh, Kane did have about. 40 of them sticking in his ass at one point. Mm-hmm. It was pretty funny. Gnarly chair shots oh, to the head. Just unprotected shots plenty, dude. Tombstone on the chair. It should have been enough, but uh, Kane looks at Undertaker. Undertaker gives him the old finish him, thumb across the throat uh, uh, gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And um, all of a sudden from under the ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin emerges. He just starts wearing Kane out with the chair. His boots... A stunner, all this shit. Undertaker's locked out of the cell. He can't get in. He climbs on top and starts trying to stomp
1: <laughs> that cage in, like, which I thought was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> it was it awesome. great. And then the cage starts raising up. <laughs> and he's on top of it. And they're like, why is the cage rising? And they look and there's Dirty Vince McMahon. Mm hmm. How could he be friend or foe? You know, you're, you're not helping <laughs> yeah. your decision. Or your... <laughs> are you pushing for foe? <laughs> right. Because it seems you're like. You're raising it. a seven foot man on top of a cage. Yeah. In the same building where Owen died. No. It's not? Oh, that's SummerSlam. Or no, that was on the... That was on the other shit. That was on the... (laughs) But this is the same video or
0: same arena where mankind got tossed off. Anyways, back from the break, Taker and Kane are in the ring. Undertaker says that Austin just proved he was a coward with that last stunt. You attacked Kane unprovoked. Kane didn't do anything (laughs) to you. Uh, With that, he sealed his fate. By the end of the night, Stone Cold Steve Austin's going to come face to face with his destiny. And it's Personal. So it's not over, folks. This is going to be a, a, a thread throughout this show. China's out next. She's going to address the Rock. Uh, she looks more like she wants to fight the Rock. She's pissed about what happened to Hunter last week. She wants to fight his ass right in the ring. The Nation of Domination enter the ring. Rock says that he smelled a setup, but like always, he's one step ahead. And then they show the
1: Titantron. It's got the forklift in front of the doors. You hear DX can't, can't get, come get on, out. man. Let me out. <laughs> They're trapped. <laughs> Fucking great. From there, the Rock cuts
0: a pretty cringe promo. Um, oh yeah, and then like gets China on her knees. Like you look like you belong on
1: your knee. Uh, whatever. Hold her while I get her. Actually, you know what? You're not good enough for the Rock. Mark Henry, give her a kiss. Oh yeah, he's like <laughs> kiss this piece of trash. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: we got somebody making the save though. The return of the heartbreak kid. Absolutely. And that's another unprotected chair shot to Mark Henry. We should have had like an unprotected shot counter, counter in the corner. Ding, ding. There was a lot of them in this era. Match number five, we got Val Venus versus Taka Michinoku. This thing doesn't go very long. couple minutes into this one, Triple H heads the ring, just levels Val and ding. Taka ding. Chair shots. Yeah. <laughs> It was just a lot going on, dude. Match six, this was cool. Gangrel versus X-Pac. Oh, yeah. I thought these guys were having a pretty good match, too. Of course it gets spoiled. That's the fucking theme of any show at this time, especially a go-home to a pay-per-view. You have to like weave in all this other shit so you can never just have a clean finish. I don't know if we've had one on the show yet. Um, Pac hits a Bronco Buster.
1: (laughs) Jeff Jarrett comes (laughs) up and
0: hits him with a chair. Ding! Guitar. (laughs) Guitar. But, But it was bad. Pac's coming off a neck injury, too, and he leveled his ass. Oh, it looked great. It looked fantastic. Nobody does it better than Jarrett i'm always like because nowadays they just do it over like the back and it never looks as good and people say it hurts more because the outer side of the guitar is what hurts and if it smacks you on your back you know it's getting you on the top and the bottom half of it whereas you, you get somebody that knows what they're doing over the head with those gimmicked guitars you probably barely feel that thing. right and you get so much more bang for your buck it looks so great
1: yeah we saw it um what, uh, was it Alley Catch that we saw?
0: Yeah, Jarrett. <laughs> that was oh, that pretty gnarly. Was so awesome! Bam. <laughs> but yeah, you get one a guy that knows what he's doing. He swings that thing so good, <laughs> it looks awesome. It looks so good. Yeah. Oh man, starts so taking it to um, to X Pac. Then after the match, Edge hits the ring, starts taking it to Gangrel. Was a big time pull apart while Gangrel just laughed when it was all over, and they're like, "What's the history before between these?" Yeah, guys? Yeah, it was a
1: surprise to me. I was like, "Well, okay. remember
0: last week during Gangrel's debut, Edge had this like real quizzical look, like he, yeah, but he's
1: he's but, been but, doing that the whole every time he's but he in. hasn't
0: looked interested. Sure, was the first time he looked interested.
1: What I'm saying is because of where he ends up, I thought okay, he's going to join him, not beat yeah. him up. That's why I was like, oh, that's yeah. a swerve for me, and, totally.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got you there. Um. <laughs> then before the break, we see Bart Gunn and Bradshaw getting warmed up. But more importantly, we see the Undertaker pushing a gigantic casket backstage. Yeah, just not I, yeah, I love all the backstage stuff. <laughs> it's the best. Match seven, it's Bart Gunn versus Bradshaw in the brawl for it all finals. Winner's gonna take home 75 grand, the loser's gonna take home 25 grand. And I'm a little bummed that it's going to be over. This is actually, especially since been after some... the first round, yes. they've been fun.
1: Yeah, it has been fun. And uh, <laughs> it doesn't go past the first round in this one.
0: Dude, Bradshaw gets knocked down that one time, and then they stand him up, and, and referee Jack Don counts to eight. And he's like, you good? You good? And I swear Bradshaw's just rolling blank tape. Like, I think so, too. Like he's out at he that was like, point. yeah. <laughs> And then he's like, okay, go for it. And then it's like one left and then a big right and fucking Bradshaw's out so bad.
1: Drops like a a ton of bricks.
0: And minutes later, like you can see his corners talking to him and he still has no idea. No no fucking idea. he was out. Oh, Doc, that doctor, man. He's got to be like, I can't believe you let these guys do this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. Dream Street, man. From there, lights go out. Spooky druid music starts, and out they come. They bring the casket down the ramp. They're having a hell of a time getting this casket down the ramp too. And uh, Lawler's like, "Well, look, it's a big cat. That's a heavy casket." Jr. It takes a lot of druids to get it down. We find out later why it was so heavy. Oh, um, <laughs>
1: right.
0: So they just set the uh, they set the casket up to the ring, and then they head up the ramp. Undertaker's music hits. He heads to the ring says that he's going to beat Steve Austin at SummerSlam for what is rightfully his, the WWF Championship, and he will do it like a man with no help from Kane, who's got his own agenda at SummerSlam. Uh, But that's SummerSlam, and with Austin's actions tonight, Taker still wants his pound of flesh. Vince McMahon heads to the ring. (laughs) We were expecting Austin. Snatches the mic from The Undertaker. Friend of foe. Vince McMahon. wonderful. Wonderful.
1: <laughs> he wants to know. Sand of the night, um, pal.
0: The answer comes in the form of a choke slam. I think we get our answer there. First offers the handshake, though. Oh, I must have missed that. Yes.
1: And then when Vince went for it, turned into the choke slam. Love that. It's it's nice. Totally missed nice that. Little
0: Austin pops out of the casket, starts trash-talking Vince, who was on the mat. And then Kane also emerges from the casket. Yeah. They must have said it like double walled or something in there. I want to know the conversation that's going on in that casket for the four minutes that they're, <laughs> they're laying there. Or like when the when the druids are having a hard time pushing it down there, like, God damn man, can't you get the casket down? Oh, I missed
1: Austin in the casket. I thought he just ran in. No, Austin okay.
0: opens up the casket. Gets, I only
1: saw Kane come out.
0: And then like a minute later, like a second fold of the casket and Kane comes out. It's a
1: two bedroom casket dude. I mean, well, it's a studio, but the only thing I can think of if they didn't pack them both
0: in there is that there was like a side door where one guy was under the ring and then came in in through the casket. But I don't know. It was no shit. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. That'd be great. Huh? (laughs) Hey man, can you move your elbow a little bit? Voice box Kane. I'm all the way up to the edge, Steve. <laughs> I'm far as I can move. <laughs> yeah. It's not Glenn Jacobs yet. It's <laughs> fucking voice box Kane. Boy, voice box
0: Kane. Oh, man. It was a big casket. I was like, maybe there was two dudes in there. I That's don't know. Yoko's old casket, man. Kane starts taking it to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Steve realizes he's outmatched. He rolls to the outside, grabs a chair. Austin's grabbing an equalizer. He's grabbing an equalizer. JR Jr. loves to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin just backpedals up the ramp, though literally we are on the highway to hell as the ramp starts to ignite do you think Steve knew it was starting on fire because his His boot boot was there for a
1: long time I, know. I thought he was going to turn into Joey Janela. <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: Totally. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Just igniting the whole ramps, Igniting right under Austin's feet. Oh,
1: goddamn. The thing's up here already? <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. Extra attitude. <laughs> yeah. Not a whole lot. Not though. a whole lot. Uh, Austin comes back down the ramp. Take her son's cane out of the ring. Austin bounces. Vince looks on. And then Austin beats up the Stooges. Throws Pat into the ring. And he gets choke slammed.
0: They left. Taker took very good care of Pat Patterson oh, yeah. on that chokeslam. That was the most gingerly placed chokeslam I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Sign of the Times. Bischoff can suck my salty chocolate, chocolate balls. balls. Yeah. <laughs> um, WCW sucks Venus.
1: Mm, Bill Goldberg is Whoopi's <laughs> husband.
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: Uh, Kurgan equals ratings. <laughs> yes, I did see that one. I liked that one too. Um, Mom, change, change Britney's <laughs> diaper. <laughs> That's my last one. That's my last one. Great minds. That's
0: fucking great. <laughs> you got any more? Nope. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait for next week. These retro, rather fun. Next up, it's time to go into the dorkness. It's a news segment. It's the part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. Oh, baby. Uh, Another week. I always say this. Another week. Another bobblehead from our friends over at Forever Collectibles. Did you see the... uh, This is the George the Animal Steel. No, I didn't see this one. It's pretty neat. Um, It's on that ring base. Uh, He's sticking out his green tongue. He's got the little monkey thing. What's that monkeys thing? Is it called Mine or something like that? Mine? He would one. always call it that. Mine. I wonder. It
1: might have had a name. Mine? I
0: don't know. Um 360 is the run, and I believe it's a fifty-five dollar bobble. Um, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty damn cool, man. But man, you gotta be you gotta be money bags McGee to get if you're a Foco bobblehead WWE collector, like You're broke. <laughs> it's like every week there's another and they're like bare minimum fifty five bucks. Sometimes they're like closer to a hundred if it's like a duel or
1: right kind of yeah got a whole ordeal if there's a
0: casket involved or whatever <laughs> um oh in the last pro wrestling tees unboxing video for a crate that we just got the other day they did show a graphic perhaps spoiling an upcoming micro brawler i don't know if you saw it i heard something ricky the dragon steamboat in like his white gi with the red Bandana. Bandana, I like that. Um, I'm thinking ooh, they can, Ricky Steamboat. Ooh, <laughs> I'm thinking they can just reuse the same mold for Speedball Mike Bailey. Absolutely, <laughs> we'll be seeing him. Yeah, uh, Power Town, that company that uh, had very big aspirations, and nobody thought they were going to actually do anything. Um, they're the company that partnered with like the AWA guys. Um, they're creating seven-inch figures, elite style figures. Uh-huh. Um, they showed off Bruiser Brody in the box. Did you see it? Let's see if I can pull it up for you real no, quick.
1: No, I think the only Brody I saw was... Oh, this thing looks incredible, the dude. Sailor... Uh, zombie Sailors, right?
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. It looks amazing. And he comes with like the vest and the chain and like a championship belt. And and this then, is the first one they're doing? This is the first one they're doing, but if you look at the back of the... There's one image you might be able to see. Oh, yeah. It's got the it. back of the package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You see Vern Gagne, who I think has a chase
1: because oh, two of them. Oh, yeah. There's like a Von Eric, right? Yeah, Kerry
0: yep. Magnum TA, and
1: Stan Hansen. Okay, I remember hearing about it, but I did not see that. It looks yeah, really good. Yeah, because everybody
0: was like, there's no way that these guys are going to actually put out this product. They're like, their goals are way too lofty. They said they have like 100 talents signed, and turns out, man, like... Maybe they weren't faking the funk. <laughs> I don't think so. It looks that Bruiser Brody looks that awesome, looks really good. If that thing ships and it looks ninety percent close to what that image is, like
1: mm-hmm. that's that's awesome. So are they saying that that's just like the prototype or like the first one? I don't Who knows? know.
0: Normally, when you see inbox stuff like that, it's pretty it's far along. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, I think the wrestling asylum is, uh, might be where you can find that for a pre-order. I'm just off the top of my head. I think that's correct, but I'm not sure. Um, other than that, not a lot of figure news. Um, you know, for the, for the real figure news, just go listen to the major brothers because they drop all the shit. Like I tend to cherry pick stuff that I'm more interested in. I'm like (laughs) micro brawler centric stuff like that. Sure. Um, which, by the way, hopefully everybody got their jar, Johnny Gargano's because yeah. um, I don't think they'll pull the plug on that pre-order. It was supposed to end on the 26th anyways, which is two days after we record this.
1: No, I think it's a different era. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah. think, I don't think that'll be a big deal.
0: So, yeah. New arrivals. You got
1: anything? I did get the uh, Superstars from um, Walmart. Paul Mart. So, I got Shango, Mankind, Million Dollar Man, and Diesel. Or Razor and Diesel. What about Shawn Michaels? I got him... Oh, sorry. I got him and Million Dollar Man. So you got
0: everyone ex- in Series 1, 2, and 3 other than Undertaker and Warrior. Correct. Same boat I'm in. There we go. So we'll scratch each other's back if we see those. Um, they are popping up at Walmarts, which is... I haven't seen one yet, but like... Josh Weimer showed a couple at the uh, Oshkosh Walmart. Nice. Uh, he's like, I, I bought them all, but they're already sold to friends or whatever. So. Sure. So... Anyways, um, the Pro Wrestling Crate, what did you think of the crate? It was pretty good. It was all right. Um, remind me of the shirts. FTR, Living Legends. That's yeah, fine. I, you know what? It's like a take on their seven-star FTR shirt that yeah. they sell on AEW right. that I like a lot better. Yeah. This is like a dummy version of it. But yeah, mm, kind of. An, it's okay. It's fine. And then the other one was an Owen Hart shirt. Yeah, it's okay. And it had like the drawing of them or whatever. Yeah, it was it's kind okay. of a caricature looking shirt. The micro brawler, people are loving this micro brawler. Did you get the chase? <laughs> I never get the chase. One of these times you're no. gonna get the chase. Um, I'm not a fan of the micro brawler as much as most people are. I just think like now they have that that because they have because it has the crown. It's King Harley Race. We should say yes. that. Sorry, but because it has the crown. Everything is, like, smaller in proportion. Oh, you're right. Which pisses me off because you could have just made it taller with the crown. Like, you have a tall Andre. Right. We would have all accepted, like, the fact that he has a tall crown, and then his arms don't
1: have to be so skinny. Yeah, because um, it seems like Macho Man doesn't look like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's taller
1: than the other Macho Mans. Yeah, he looks you know? tiny.
0: It looks kind of tiny. Now that
1: you say that, it makes... Yeah, On its it own, makes, it's fine. It does. It makes him look... Weird. Small. Like not not to scale, and then know? like
0: look at the badass. I'm not a pro pint size all star. I'm gonna think of the name. I was say
1: is, are you saying this because you got the pint size? But yeah, right now next to each other, uh, the pint size does look better. Agreed. Um,
0: Adam Cole headlock comic book haven't even glanced at that yet. Lance Archer autographed eight x ten. The murder, murder hawk. Rock. All right. Uh, British bulldog lapel pin. No chase. Me neither. Pretty uh, cool pin though. Yeah, I liked it. Pair of Godfather socks. Hey, can't be can't be mad at that. Nope. Um, next month's crate features.
1: Oh, I didn't even look at that.
0: Kenny Omega. All right. Ric Flair, which we already know that's going to be the brawler. Johnny Gargano, Britt Baker, Candice LeRae, Tyler Breeze, and Greg the Hammer Valentine.
1: Could they pull the Gargano?
0: No, I'm sure that's already produced. Yeah. Um, I highly doubt they'll pull that. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a, they could get away with like a twofer and have like a Johnny Candace dual signed 8x10 or something. And Ooh, WWE wouldn't true. get mad about that. Right, right.
1: Or I could totally yeah, see Candace it being, has been there the whole time, right? I mean, like, at least on contract. She might have been on. No, off. Sh- she's gone. I believe
0: she's gone. Oh, okay. I believe she's gone. Um, I could also see it being like a Gargano LeRae comic book too. So, <laughs> totally. You know, who knows? Um, you got? Oh, I here's that. Here's that Funko Pop. Oh, from last time that I finally the,
1: have in hand because it was in my car last yeah, time.
0: That's gold. The it's Paul Heyman
1: with the ECW hat, the ball cap, and the microphone.
0: The uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair and the purple robe, which this might be my favorite one out yes. of the out of the four or five that we already got. Um, I also really like the you know, the interview one, the fucking
1: yeah, the space, not the. Yeah, the Space Mountain one. Yes. From that interview. That um showed up the same day my uh, wife got into... The f- Fender Bender? Well, uh, when we found out how much the Fender Bender was going to cost. And I'm like, we need to tighten up around here. And then that shows up. And I'm like, "God damn! <laughs> <what>? <laughs> this was ordered months, months ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
0: also at GameStop, uh, I saw this sitting there. Whoa. And I already do... This is a, this is a Mankind Lunchbox, okay? Looks like it's got a Funko... It's- it's got a fun... Yeah, it's made by Funko. They're the ones that make all of these mailboxes. Oh, they mailbox. do? Yeah. But it doesn't say... There's stuff in here, but it doesn't say anywhere on here what's in here. Just says collector's edition. Uh,
1: Dude, there's a thermos in there, man. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, I hope there's a thermos in here. <laughs> totally. Anyways, I'm going to crack it. You're going to crack it open now? Yes, all right. see what's I in here. I thought you were leaving it like... I'm going to keep her men on card, though, so I'll never no, know. No, this thing's cool. This thing is cool. Um, so, yeah, it's got like the... It looks like the Funko mankind with Sako, you know, the business uh, attire. Like when he won the.
0: Yeah, it's like got a Hell in the Cell background. It's pretty cool. That's cool. It's larger than these other.
1: Yeah, it's definitely a big lunchbox. All right, let's see what we got. I gotta guess. Oh, there's a Funko pop in it! There it is.
0: It's not the same. It's a Mankind Funko pop. I'll, I've, oh, it's like the 96
1: gear. The all brown gear. Oh, when he first debuted. That's badass. I definitely Game don't stop have that. exclusive. Um, what's, what's all this stuff? It's like a lanyard maybe?
0: A lanyard with like a uh, badge holder or something like that. Uh, Mankind Funko keychain. How are you going to
1: drink out of it uh, a lunch, man? I don't no know. thermos.
0: Maybe these socks. I got some Socko
1: socks. <laughs> Socko socks.
0: And a, uh, and a, a pin. Pin, nice. Well, that's not bad. This that's was, uh... pretty um, cool. Oh, so this is the other thing. So I was at GameStop. It was today I was actually there. Um, and I bought this. It was sitting there for 25 bucks. And he, you get, if you're on, like, the GameStop, like, pro rewards, whatever the hell, um... You get a $5 coupon every month. Oh, nice. But that doesn't roll over. So like if you don't use it that month, it's gone. It's gone. You can't like bank it up to where you save 10 months and get sure. a free PlayStation God game forbid. or something. I know. The game's um, done. But so so he already popped off the uh, five the five off that and it was 20% off. So it took it down to like 16 bucks. Fuck yeah. And then he goes, "Oh, hey, since you're pre- since you're uh, purchasing a WWE item, you get a free um five dollar res- f- free five dollar towards the AEW fight forever pre-order or something like that. I'm like Oh, their
1: video game? That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really you, funny. Like, right? You know that these are competing companies, right? <laughs> like, yeah. you know interesting. It was
0: very weird. So yeah, I looked at my receipt and whatever. And it's like it's got a five dollar credit towards
1: I, uh, I I have a copy of like who, Fight Forever pre-ordered right now because I bought a Mankind lunchbox. Like that had to come from like GameStop. Like I don't know. But let's give them something. Well, let's put it toward a wrestling game. What's the next wrestling game?
0: <laughs> they actually released some more footage today of that game. Does it look cool? It looks awesome. Does that? It looks like it's come a long ways, and I think it's coming out like maybe December-ish, something like that. Um, I think it was like a Germany Gamescom or something like that, or GamesCon. And Evil Uno and Colt Cabana were like playing it. Oh, nice! And talk talking about the features and stuff. So Colt
1: and still works there. He does. Me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he
1: is in Germany. <laughs> oh, that's right. Hi, uh, he's he's in, doing that festival or something, right? And so is Evil Uno. Yes. They're over there for this game thing. They're actually in Germany. Yeah. Because okay, well, I guess we can. Are we done with uh, the segment? Or we still got. Well, we're not done with the segment. Okay, because until I, I, okay. I hit the spot. That's right.
0: <laughs> the wrestling stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter—all ingredients are welcome in the wrestling stew. I, I've never seen that fellow yet. When you got the thing properly applied, that you couldn't. Uh make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes it can five or six weeks or so with the red beef.
1: So that ties in perfect with, um, did you hear that the CM Punk promo about Hangman was, uh,
0: well, I read some internet scuttlebutt, Adam. There we go. Something about it. He was kind of going into business for himself that the locker room is divided and there's Colt Cabana and Adam Page's guys. And there's CM Punks guys along with a lot of
1: ex WWE guys or Okay. It, well and yeah, and that the reason that Paige didn't come out I've because he didn't know, know okay. that he was gonna be called out. So on BTE. In his own
0: hometown. Like that's bullshit.
1: Uh, yeah, that is oh I didn't even know it was his home, oh, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's funny. So on PTE this week, <laughs> uh, Hangman is like training the Dark Order for the trios mm-hmm.
0: match that's mm-hmm. coming up.
1: And then yeah, Evil Uno's like shit, I got to stop you guys before we go any further. They're like, what? He's like, "Uh, I got to go to Germany. I'm not going to be in the trios match. And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, sorry, I got to go to this game thing and everything. And they're like, fine, get out. And then like, we'll get back to training. And they're like doing really, really dumb training. Wasn't it going to be Silver Reynolds and Preston Vance anyways? Wasn't Probably. Yeah. I I, I got to imagine. Maybe that's part of the bit, you know. But then all of a sudden, like, a, a AEW producer comes in, and he's like, hey, man, you got to get out there right now. CM Punk is calling you out. <laughs> and he's like, you better shut that effing door, dude. We're in the middle of something important here. <laughs> I was like, that is so great that they, you know, get to poke fun at that. Oh, so, that's yeah. got to piss Phil off oh, so I, uh, bad, too. Well, like, he probably doesn't even know what the fuck that show is. Somebody brought it to his attention. Oh, like, uh, look yeah. what they're doing. <laughs> like,
0: they don't give a fuck. Mm, I can't believe... I thought it was gonna take the. I, I thought it was gonna take longer for. I mean, the blooms off the rose. It's it been seems a year. Like. It's been exactly a year. <laughs> it's been weird. I <laughs> I keep hearing other shit too because you know how the internet works. Once you click on one article, all of a sudden, like five other articles come up. About the algorithm, that. yeah. So it's like. Tony Khan fucking goes ballistic backstage every week and shit like that. Like, like he's had to, like, fucking get on his hands and knees and, like, beg guys not to leave after he berates them and shit. Like, something about ex-WWE guys say that he's way worse than Vince McMahon on the headset even what? and shit. Yeah. I, I can't all, see that. I read all this stuff.
1: It's his fig know.
0: fed, dude. It's it <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this is, his human this fig is Tony fed. Khan's human fig fed. You guys, (laughs) it's nuts! Flipping out.
1: I like when they show like cocaine memes with him. Yeah, 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 me too. (laughs) What else you want to talk about in the stew?
0: Well, going with the uh, AEW. Yeah, we might as well knock out that dynamite. Two out of three falls. Garcia Danielson was. Dude, awesome. that
1: pile driver dragon sleeper, yeah, kind of both things dude, was fucking great. There's so much
0: good stuff in that match. Like, that I, I would recommend that match to anybody to go back and watch
1: that. Tonight, I would watch that again. So, they're gonna do a, a standoff or whatever tonight with Jericho and Garcia to see what his deal is, you know. Oh, yeah, because he, he's like, Are you with us, Garcia? Yes, that's like how he we went off because Jericho's
0: one of the announcers on Rampage. And that's how he closed the show. Like Garcia wasn't even around or anything like that. Yeah, he's just yelling. And he just yells into them like, Who are you with, Garcia? <laughs> As Shivani's signing off or whatever. It was great. Um, oh dude, I, I I would love Daniel Garcia to be in the Blackpool Combat Club. I think maybe maybe you let Wheeler Utah move just be the Ring of Honor guy. Yeah. And like, dude, how badass would it be for Brian Danielson? And Daniel Garcia to te- to have a run at the tag championships. Oh, it'd be great! Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh yeah, Claudio's like more of your uh, TNT title guy. Sure, Max is your ROH
1: world champion. <laughs> 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 I get it. <laughs>
0: I get it. That title doesn't mean a lot to me right now. I'll be honest with
1: you. It's weird because it's like a, it just sounds like a one night only thing almost. You know what I mean? It's like we're going to be ECW. Until they actually three. have a show. they got to have a show. Like, I just don't like it. And I need ROH guys in there. Well, I mean, Claudio is. Sure. All these other guys are. Sure. But yeah.
0: Um, then we talked about it earlier, that, that return for Kenny Omega, everybody kind of like, once it started, once the intro started, you knew exactly who it was going to be. But Justin Roberts kept that thing going for like, it felt like three minutes right? and the crowd was just getting fucking, there was just like a vibe of this like swell of energy coming up and like all these Kenny signs were up and the music was playing underneath it. And it was just, Oh dude, it was fucking amazing. Like I can't remember a return That was like, just had that like build. And we'll talk about another return in a little bit that was completely opposite and just awesome too. I feel like Punk had a pretty good burn. Yeah, but Punk was, it was just real quick. It It was was just It was like, you started the show it
1: was... was huge. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It was a slower. It
0: had this build to it that I was just like... They let everybody soak in, like holy shit, holy shit, it's coming. He's here. He's, you know.
1: Yeah. Do you, did his attire worry you at all?
0: Um, I thought I actually thought he was going to do less in the match when I saw it. I was like, oh, he might be a couple weeks out yet or something, and yeah. they they want to get him in here. And I thought maybe he wouldn't do a whole lot. He, but it seemed like he did. He did a lot more fine. than I thought. Right. right. Um, he had a hell of a time getting dude up for the one-winged angel. And I was wondering
1: if he was selling some certain shit to play it off because that, that'd be a move yeah. if you act like you're hurt going in and then just fucking run rough shot when it's time to go. Yeah. I don't know. I dug it though. That'll be good tonight. It's. I hate the fact that they had to take out La Faction
0: and Gobernable because those mm. guys fucking rule. Yeah. They deserve...
1: I love that. That Yeah,
0: those guys all They deserve to altogether. be like on the other side of the bracket or something. And yeah. Have a- Why do they got to be out first? And then they got mad at Dragon Lee and they... Dude, his ass ripped off his mask. Yeah,
1: they got to do that. And it was so quick at the end that a lot of people didn't even catch it. Oh, I I caught it. Me too. Kenny kind of covered him up. And And it might have been a DVR thing or something. I don't know. But I heard a few people saying like, oh, it was so fast. I didn't even see that part or.
0: Oh, dude, they bent down and they were unlacing it for a little while before
1: they snatched it. Like it was it was fun.
0: Um, (laughs) How about that fucking Dragon Lee dive? Tope to threw the ropes the, to Kenny who was on the, sitting on the guardrail. Yes. Oh my. And with the he didn't slow down a bit. Like no, he was accelerating Come as up. he if, jumped through those if ropes. If he
1: doesn't hit Kenny on the guardrail, he's like in the concession stand.
0: Yeah. I wish they didn't show they showed that side angle yeah. and they showed him like pulling the guardrail up closer. Yeah. You didn't need to do that. No,
1: he made it just fine. He
0: made it just fine, and you you would have had a better visual if you didn't show like, oh, they're assisting it or For something. But, yes, oh, dude, it up. was gnarly.
1: I dug that. Jungle Boy went nuts. Uh, nutso and Christian. I still think the dinosaurs with Christian. I like that. Um, how about? Oh, uh, Pac and the Lucha Brothers calling out Osprey and Ozzie Open. So that's going down tonight. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Uh, and then yeah, that was that. You said that last match and and ooh, Ricky Steamboat. Ooh, Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> Guest
0: timekeeper for the two out of three falls match, right? Is that what it was? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Uh, Rampage. A um, couple little things I popped for big time on Rampage. Okay. Um, maybe it's because they've probably just been having a residence on AEW Dark, but I haven't seen Private Party in a while, really. Like, actually have a match. I've seen him in backstage I either. things. Have they always done the fucking, uh, have the guy come up with the velvet rope? Yeah. And take it? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know why I never noticed that before. That is a little touch that I absolutely love.
1: Because when he, like, hooked up with the House of Hardy and shit, they I don't, think, I don't think he saw it anymore. Or, or not as much.
0: Cause they just got that one. That one guy has got the best gig. Yeah, he's the guy that sits in the corner. And he just like eats M and M's and like fucking watches the crowd. <laughs> yeah. and then is always involved in these kind of things. But he just comes and like takes the velvet rope Laps off. A man. Let's man. that's us man. This is fucking dope. Um, there was a backstage interview segment with uh, I can't remember the gal's name that the one that's always doing the interviewing, and I don't know why I can't remember her name, but she busts in on uh, QT Marshall's group, and he's like, and she goes, "QT, uh, sorry to interrupt." whatever game you have going on, and you look at the table, mm-hmm. it's very subtle, but, like, there's cards, there's uh, beer pong cups, there's uh, dominoes, <laughs> there's, like, yes. like there's this huge, yes. like, random-ass game going <laughs> between <laughs> <out>. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> and, like, before he starts, he's, like, he, like, draws a card, and then he's, like, dominoes! <laughs> he, <like, laughs> it's, yes.
1: it's, a little tiny thing that I, I really enjoyed. Oh, I guess I missed the... The yeah, other Yeah, it's things like going five on. games in once, once, once that they're playing. Yes, I just remember going domino. I was like, Wait, "What?" Yeah, like okay. Nick
0: camarado has got this velour <laughs> track suit on, and he's like yes. drinking a gallon of milk, or it's, yeah. I don't know. Those guys are at least trying to uh, endure themselves to me because we're talking. It's starting about to it. work. Yeah, I used to not give a fuck about that factory gimmick, the whole thing. No, me neither. But there's start, there's one guy that I could care less about. I don't I don't even know his name, but I do kind of like QT and I like that Nick Camarado guy. Me too. Um, what else? Claudio
1: oh. has a new challenger for the ROH title, right? Who was it? Like I think they set it up at the end. No, nothing. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I took weird notes on this one. I Me was, too. I was, in a, I was in a fugue state, possibly. <laughs> Me too. Oh, one thing I it. popped for. One thing I popped for. Okay, Hook comes down. He's going to defend his uh, FCW yes. championship against some reality that, star from the Jersey dude, Shore. That dude, yeah. Who, for a non-wrestler, or maybe he is, I don't know, cut a pretty decent promo. Yeah. Um, it was your classic, like, shit on this city promo, but he, he did fine. Hook dispatched him in, like, record time. Just choked him out immediately with the Taz mission. But what I loved is—I uh, <laughs> shouldn't say I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Um, as Hooks walking down to the ring, they're they're hyping Excalibur's hyping up his, you know, he the the music from uh, Action Bronson. Yep, and then he's like, uh, he goes, uh, <laughs> he goes, uh, here he is, the cold-hearted, handsome devil. Uh, El Diablo Wapo. And and, uh, <laughs> and Jim Ross goes, what'd you say his Mexican name was?
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> he
0: goes, what'd you say his Mexican name was? And he goes, Jimmy. El Diablo Wapo. It means cold, cold-hearted, handsome devil. I just thought that was so fucking JR. Zach Clayton was the... Uh, yes. Yep. The reality, Zach Clayton. Um, Dan Housen cursed that Slim J guy that I can't help uh, stand. Helping the best friends defeat the trust busters in that trios tournament. Yes. Now we know, that, or we've known. But so what was the go. Claudio thing? Maybe I saw it. Maybe I missed it. Maybe you got a jaw my memory. I don't know.
1: And maybe I'm not finding it. I you do might remember the week before. You might have been
0: thinking of the week before. Hey, man. Hey, man. What are you going to do? Um, I Fucking next week's going to be bananas, dude. We got a lot going on next week. Uh, oh, Deathmatch Jake. By the way, Deathmatch Jake. We will not be needing a recommendation for next week. No, next week's good. The week after, we're going to have too much shit to talk about.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we'll be giving him a recommendation about the Art of War Games 2. <laughs> yeah. Um, his recommendation this week was... Uh, Alex Cologne. Yes, versus Rina uh, Yamashita. Yamashita. From uh, GCW Homecoming Night 1, two weeks ago now. Yes. And this was uh, for Alex Cologne's Ultraviolence Championship. And what Jake said was like this: this gal wrestles like a dude. Basically, yeah, he said. I've seen her, in and that was before. in no way, shape, or form a slight. But you're right; like she has no fear in there. Um, she does wrestle like one of the guys. Like yeah. it's fucking crazy. And you were—it's funny because you were talking about last week about the when the when the it was the match that I didn't watch, which I did go back and watch the tag match. Uh, with Ray Mysterio and Edge versus Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle, yes. And you're talking about how, like, it, like in the video game No Mercy, because that was from No Mercy, how using the opponent's moves against them and shit. Yeah, and I took everything I had not to tell you that. Rena fucking takes out Alex Cologne with his own camel clutch.
1: Yes, for which the win. Was awesome, dude! I love this match. I had to, I actually pulled the wife in. I'm like, you gotta just check this out. She's like, oh my god, that's a lot of blood. I'm like, just wait, it's gonna, it's fine. Just look at this, and yeah, I loved it. Um, I like. Is it called the gory bomb? Yes, I like that. Um, the f- suplex and a fan onto somebody else is fine, but I <laughs> love. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they pull out a saw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: There was a lot. This now. This is two weeks ago. I watched this. So I was like, my my. I'm a little foggy.
1: I don't know if Plus, K, she, KG says it, but it, like this was like a horror movie, and I'm like, yeah, the movie Saw. Yeah.
0: <laughs> then she she defends that title the next night because they did two nights of that homecoming. Oh shit! Against who? against this gal. Off the top of my head, I can't remember her name, but she's like legit six foot five and skinny. Like, is it not? Is not Sawyer? It is Sawyer. Yes, yeah, dude. I, yeah. We're gonna see her too. Dude, I love her. Fucking huge, dude. She's like the tallest chick I've she's ever seen in my life chick right now. She is. Yeah. More than Masha Slamovich. Oh yeah. More than Rena Yamashita. More than Mickey Fucking Knuckles. Mm, they're all tied. Yeah. I don't You're want just to saying tell that. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna bend one of their ears. Styles clashed through a shower door. Yeah, that was awesome, dude. Nuts. That match was nuts. I'm glad she won. Going back to that, I just want to say you were right. That tag match was fucking crazy. It was wild. Wow, that- for the first like, I didn't realize it was gonna be that long. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I bet I was 10 minutes in. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, this is a. Run of the mill tag match to me For at this Jodo point, v, absolutely. Yeah, like, and then it, that then motherfucker it, kicked it off. Up, good. And yeah, yeah, I did.
1: I did see what you were talking about with that like power bomb where he turns in the moon off. Off. Yeah, it was <laughs> fucking weird. It's hard, very hard to describe that. You're we should right. Be doing that with Dom. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> Under rear or something. Good shit. Um, let's get his recommendation this week. Shall
1: we? Hey guys, this is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. Thanks for tuning in to Dork Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Telson. And this is your match recommendation for the day. Hello, wrestling fans. And we're back with another match recommendation. And, man, this week, do we got quite the banger. And this was a really hard decision for me because I watch a lot of pro wrestling. And I've watched a lot of great pro wrestling in the last week. But I had to go with West Coast Pros, West Coast Cup 2022, the 2022 Cup first ever, we you can find out IWTV. On night two, you have to go with the finals of Starboard Charlie and Titus Alexander. And holy shit. The second the announcers referenced it being like Karate Kid with Johnny Lawrence versus Daniel LaRusso, I was hooked. Like this match is freaking epic. Can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about it. Check me out on Instagram at PureDad. That
0: nice. sounds fun. Yeah, I like both those guys Me too, and I always like those West Coast Pro shows because they do it in that room with like the Spanish tile yes. and shit. And like the background, yes. yeah. I like. I, that. Hope I, like I hope they're there. I like that place. Too. I do too. It's <laughs> certain places. Like I like to be able to watch. I like to be able to glance at my TV and know where they're at. Like oh, yeah. the Atlantic City shit for GCW. When you know that right. they're at that Showboat Casino, or what's um, the
1: place in Chicago? The sports.
0: Oh, the sport, Grand Sports Arena. Oh, yeah. The COVID Dome. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I do. I love that place too. I, I was telling Kendra the other day, I was like, uh, I was explaining that place as like uh, kind of a shithole. And you're like, but it's the best kind of shithole. It is. I feel so comfortable there. I do. Like, You know what? I do too. <laughs> I feel very comfortable there. Well, good, because we're going to get a lot of it um, next weekend, man. That's going to be blast. I did watch SmackDown and Raw.
1: Um. Yes, I watched. Yeah, I watched them both too. You're right. I texted you. Um, SmackDown was broken up for me, so I like watched some of it Friday night, and then the rest of it over the weekend. Sometime. That was raw for me. It, it ends with like tonight. Drew and Roman in a face off. Yes, and, and Sammy yeah, comes yeah, out, yeah. takes the the claymore for Roman. He does. That's right. Much like he took the claymore for Jay. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> I loved him in the dressing room. He I texted the phone. Oh,
0: he's like. <laughs> He's like, Roman, I gotta talk to you. It's just Jay's just he's just unappreciative. And Roman's like, he he doesn't appreciate a damn thing, does he? He's like, I you, you said yeah, it, yeah, I mean i agree. Yeah, he like <laughs> realized he might be stepping out of bounds for a second. He like sits back and then Roman agrees. He's like, Yes, yes, this is what I I'm doing this for the bloodline.
1: I am in the bloodline. Ooze like he calls him yes. oos. Um I liked how Roman brought up his like I mean, your pals are KO, right? Like, yeah. What's he up? Like, I like how they, th- that could be a thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just it's like, are you still buddies with him? Well, I mean, uh, buddies. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like that shit. <laughs> he's
0: like, uh, <laughs> I liked how they incorporated some reality into that too. He's like, your phone's ringing. He's like, who is it? He's like, Jay. And he's like, answer. He's like, answer it. <laughs> oh, he, it's trouble at the border. <laughs> 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 they couldn't get into Canada because of their DUIs, dude. For real. <laughs> Oh, they literally perfect. said Trouble at the
1: Border. That is perfect.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> fucking awesome. And then, yeah, so SmackDown was good. Um, anytime you can see Gigi Dolan on your television screen, which I guess she got injured because she, they won that tag match. But and then now they're they, running it back with a
1: like a last chance yeah, or something. Yeah, because cause they're, they're I guess Gigi hurt. got hurt. Okay,
0: Unless they're just saying that and didn't want him in the tournament, I don't fucking know. That, that also... There could have been much. some other travel issue that we don't know about too. Oh, yeah, um, that's true. Where they just plugged those girls in for some reason or
1: another. Who knows? And Rana's just showing up all the time. She just shows up and starts beating people's asses. I do like that. Shayna's doing the same. Yeah, but at least she's not just showing up. She's. Mm-hmm. I, I like that because those are, well, Shayna to me should be the real. That murderer. fatal
0: five way match that Sami Zayn was in. Yeah, Sheamus ends up winning it. I wish you know. Yeah, I was like, mm, God damn it! But it was awesome. They have to be pushing these European guys ahead They're of this Clash of the Castle right, thing. Right, right. But that match itself was fucking awesome. That was really yeah, good. Yeah, it was
1: really good. So And
0: Ra had a bunch of good
1: shit, too. Dude, Raw, that uh, Finn Balor-Dolph Ziggler match was awesome. Yep. When he knocks him down, he's like, hey, you gonna fucking meet me out here? You're just gonna yeah. fucking <laughs> lay on the floor like a bitch or something? Yeah, <laughs> that, <laughs> that
0: was like, great. <laughs> yeah, I dug that. Um I love how they just came back from a break, and all of a sudden, our music hits.
1: Oh, yes.
0: There was no there. talk of Gargano or anything. All of a sudden, yeah. like, I was just fiddle-fucking-around with something. So, and I, and sudden, I was so, and all of a sudden, I was like, <laughs> and out comes Johnny Wrestling. No our fan. Yeah. <laughs> That's been our music. I took that true, music. True, Um They haven't used that music in a long time.
1: Oh, my God. No, they
0: haven't. Because the whole, like, the way run and stuff, they weren't using that. No. Uh <laughs> he had that face face with uh, A Town Down. What's his
1: Austin theory? Yes, which I completely forgot about him being yeah. the buddy in NXT. Yeah, it was me, Austin. Yeah, it was me all along. Yes, that's great. <laughs> that was so great. I so forgot about
0: that. Um, what? Uh, that was yeah. Oh, doll, uh. Chad Gable versus Kevin Owens. Another.
1: Fantastic. And I
0: like I said, I haven't watched Raw in a couple weeks. I didn't know Kevin Owens was back to wearing the fucking duct tape KO shirt like the prize fighter gimmick almost. Yeah.
1: Like, he wasn't wearing that shirt last week, but he was still the prize fighter shit. He's just like back, dude. Yeah. I love it. I think he's reinvigorated. He's moving in a good direction.
0: Everything. Sure. Um Dexter, Dexter Loomis kidnapped The Miz, just drug him out through the back. But before that happened, yes. somebody attacked AJ Styles. No, no, no. Tried to. Well, like, they like, got to him, and then. Um
1: the security pulled him off. So was
0: that supposed to be like a decoy to get security away so Loomis could?
1: Yes, but I thought that was it. So I went back and tried to figure out who it was, and I, I couldn't because his head hood it almost, comes up. Yeah, like you and see you can the see the guy. It, I, I was like, is that Angel I Garza? Ali. I thought it was Mustafa Ali, okay. but it wasn't. No, it wasn't, and I don't think it was Garza either. I think it was just a an extra. Yeah, probably. But I think the You're right. Point- it, had, it had that um. I kind of had a Nistra's haircut, where they do yeah. the line. Nestra. Hey, Nestra. <laughs> I keep getting Nestra. God damn it. Um, by the way, stop down. This Saturday, oh, JWA yeah, Show. Stoppile. Yeah. Superstars. Please. JWA,
0: um, Superstars and Collectibles Eight. at the JWA Stock Pavilion. Oh, yeah. This Saturday night, Rock County 4-H Fairgrounds. But it was like that that, uh, haircut. So you're right. I
1: was like, "Ah, who is that? But now
0: that I thought back about it, I was like, we, we weren't supposed to know who that guy was. That guy was supposed to like keep hooded. But then is he in cahoots with Dexter? Well,
1: that's what I thought. I'm like... I didn't think they're gonna do I uh, uh, I didn't think Dexter was gonna come after that. So I'm like, oh, it's not just Dexter. It might we might a have faction. a we might have a um retribution yeah, on retribution. Our hands. I couldn't think of that for a life we, we might have disregarded, disregarded situation.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, that ended up fun. Dexter takes him out, and then I saw that he showed up on NXT last night. Oh, really? And uh, found and they did the. <laughs> You know he does that weird walrus oh, thing. I hate that thing. Him and um, second to the Bray Wyatt spider walk. It's oh my god! Thing. Talk to your daughter; she can do it. She can <laughs> go down
0: the steps.
1: That made my. Oh my gosh! Don't ever send me that. Oh, <laughs> that made that made my day. By the way, Just I did.
0: I, Adam hates the Bray Wyatt spider walk. My daughter, seven year old, she's a gymnast. She can fucking walk on. She can do that like like it's nobody's business.
1: You sent me that on Monday. I was like, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, but the. Uh, the uh the De- the Dexter thing, yeah. So he does that weird Walrus Steely. They both do it, and it turns into like dirty dancing. Who is they? What's his girlfriend's name? Oh, Indy Hartwell. And yeah, index returns, and then he like does the, I gotta go now, and like <laughs> I gotta go kidnap somebody else. <laughs> and there's like the, <laughs> there's like, uh blueberries and cherries outside the door. And he oh like no! Walks out, gets we got locked. arrested. Yeah, I got arrested. I just seen a clip. I've been watching NXT, but people are I saying mean, that. People are saying that's better now too. I think that's um, heading towards
0: a rebrand as well. Yeah, I'm hearing they're going to merge with UK. Like the yeah. UK has been done. They're done, but now they're going to have like NXT EU uh, or Europe or something like that. The so. women's uh, and it, or
1: the UK champ. Showed up, yeah, and challenged. So there's there's yeah. a shuffle in the deck going on with uh, it's well, all with pointing, everybody. Yeah, it's pointing pointing to good things. Though, I know? dug it,
0: man. There, I honestly, there wasn't anything on Raw that I was like, this sucks. Like there yeah. was things that I was like, well, could t- take it or leave it, I guess. But like right. nothing where I was like, oh my god, I'm sitting through this fucking. But right. I, I did watch it over two nights, but. Yeah, That's just because I don't have three hours on a Monday night to give to anything. Yeah, really. y-
1: you always start an hour later. You can just kind of hop through shit. and yeah. whatever. I don't oh. know. It all, all signs point to good stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I dug it. Edge versus Damien Priest was the main event because they were in Edge's hometown of Toronto. Trish Stratus was also on the show, which was cool.
1: Oh, that's right. She showed up a couple of times. Yeah. And then, yeah, because Ashley was like, I thought Edge was bad. God, she looks like, great,
0: too. Holy Trish crap. Trish does
1: look great. Yeah. We, uh on that
0: Deathmatch Jake recommendation that I finally got around to watching, um she had a match with somebody right after that match. Molly I just holly, Holly. Kind of no, it wasn't. It was- uh, Victoria. It was Victoria. I think it was Victoria. Someone out named. But I'm like, dude, <laughs> this is 2003. It's 19 years ago. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like- the shelf life for a woman entertainer isn't usually that long. Sure. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. to look that fucking great. You look great, Trish. That's what I'm trying to say. Somebody get this message, Trish. You trying not to have uh border issues. I huh? You trying to go north of the border. I Matt? need to go <laughs> I need to go north of the border. She's big north of the border. Um <laughs> Anything else out of you? No, go check out JWA this Saturday, like we said. Please do. We'd love to see you. I'd love to see you. Come say hi to us um, until next week. Survey says another one for the good guys. Uh-huh. Give it here. Give it here. Bigger than Jesus and bigger than wrestling, bigger than the Beatles and bigger than breast implants.
1: Bigger than Jesus, and bigger than wrestling, yeah. bigger than the Beatles, and bigger than breast
0: implants. Yeah. Bigger than guns, bigger than
1: cigarettes.